whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are here, are here to, to rant, rant and rave. And rave. 100, 100 episodes. This is our 100th episode. Yes. Jessica, that means we've been going for two years. I know. And I really thought by now we would be sitting with a margarita on top of Machu Picchu. Yeah, live podcasting <laughs> from the top of Machu Picchu. Me too. <laughs> Best internet in the world. That's right. And then I was like, and of course, then we'll have to pack up and hurry our way to start our tour in Australia. <laughs> what I happened? Would, you know I what? I'm so happy. Oh, God. It's honestly, it's been a life dream of my life for the last five years, as long as I've been podcasting. <laughs> it's been a dream of mine. I would love to tour, podcast tour. Yes. I th- I would love it. It would make and me I- so happy. And one of the reasons is we have listeners all over the world. Yes. And we talk to them. uh And I want to meet them. I I want to meet you guys. I do too. I have a feeling that our friends down under might be able to secure Paul Hogan as our first guest on our tour down under. You have that feeling? Is that the feeling you have, Jessica? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a girl can dream. How old is Paul Hogan now? Because he was older when we loved that older man. I mean. He's got to be... 117. <laughs> I don't know He's how old he is. He's still handsome. Because he, he was great. real. He was real wrinkly when I was in love with him. And I still loved him. And I wasn't <laughs> like, oh, I want to iron that out. Nope. I was like, I'll take it as it is. Does this lead us to my really odd um, choice of people that I had a crush on on the love boat? Almost the oldest. Not Captain Steubing, but Doc. Adam, the doctor, why was I, I attracted to him as a young child? I need I you to explain that. No clue. I do not have a clue. Even as an adult, <laughs> I do not find him. I don't I find know. I don't find the memory of him attractive. I know. I cannot punish you for that. I can't judge you because I've told you my weird ass child crushes. <laughs> I, my, one of my first loves was Scotty from Star Trek. That's actually cute and endearing. And I bet part and of it was it his just, accent. I'm sure it was. I, it just hit me too. What, he was Scottish, right? Yes. And that's why they called him Scotty. Yeah. I was this old woman before I ever <laughs> realized. This is a moment we have all shared that's life changing because oh I did never connected those dots. This is so groundbreaking so, and amazing. And so obvious. So obvious. It would be like calling a cat meow meow. <laughs> and I never got it. This is absolutely perfect. 100th episode, biggest lesson ever. Scotty was Scottish. Oh, man. Was that racist of them? No, I think it's cute. It is? Okay. 
Scotty. I don't think you got I it. I think it also works because Scott is a real name. Correct. And actually, my boss, as a term of endearment, called her husband Scotty. Yes. So, not because of the Scottish thing, but just as like a nickname. So, was his name yeah. Scott? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when Dan Tipton was little, people called him Danny. That's cute. And then he grew out of it and didn't like I can't picture him as a Danny right now. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I think I would only call him Danny if I wanted to infuriate and humiliate him. Do you ever call him Daniel? No, I call him Dan Tipton. (laughs) (laughs) But he has a lovely middle name. Did you know his middle name? So, you know, my son's middle name is my maiden name. Mm -hmm. So that's a tradition in the Tipton family. So Dan Tipton's name is Daniel. Matthews Tipton. Oh, that's Isn't nice. That lovely. Yes. How regal. I know. Mm-hmm. I like that tradition. I hope it carries on in my family. Totally. I love that. Man, we're what kind of mouse path did we just take? <laughs> I feel like we're a mice in a maze. My mouth is just like taking us all over. That's very weird and coincidental that you say that because this afternoon, I'm going to be heading to the post office to mail the game Mousetrap to my nephew for his birthday. Do you remember Mousetrap? Absolutely. We got it for my son. Fun. Ah, it's so cool. Of course, I'm like, am I just being old? And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Back in my day. So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well I like... see what you're saying. Definitely. I bought it for my son and he loved it. And I didn't have it as a child. I think it was expensive. That's so funny because you and I were just talking in the green room dump. I said that there should be a game of when you people talk about things they didn't have when they Mm -hmm. were kids. Was it especially food? I said, was it was it expensive or fattening? (laughs) So but mousetrap is one of those games that I think it was expensive. Like I didn't have a Barbie head that was shoulders and a head that you could brush your hair and put makeup on. Because it was expensive. And it, I always wanted one. So you know what I did instead? What? A couple of weeks ago, I bought a Elsa Frozen doll that's head and shoulders for a friend of mine's daughter because I didn't have a girl. Aww. And so I'm living vicariously through this child. And you're like, I can come over and show her how to use it. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my own makeup. I don't want to dip into hers. She's only like almost two. <laughs> So I did have the Barbie head that did that. Humble bride. But guess what? It only has so much hair in there. So you best believe I just cut away the first day and then it ran out of hair. My mom was like, sorry, tough Jessica, luck. You're not supposed to cut their hair. You brush it and put makeup on them. You don't. Well, I never understood you girls. As a poor child, I was <laughs> like, why do these girls chop the hair off the dolls? Yes, and I drew all over their face with markers. I didn't really like dolls. They weren't my thing. You didn't deserve them. I didn't love dolls. Like, I hated my Donny Osmond doll. I kept popping his head off because my mom forced that. Have I never told you that? I think I talked about it on my old podcast. Was it like a figurine? Like, it was like a Ken doll, but it was Donny? It was Donny Osmond. Oh, my God. He had a purple jumpsuit with big lapels. Stop it. Perfect chompers, of course, Uh right? uh Like, today, I would absolutely adore that doll. And (laughs) I didn't want it. My mom wanted it. And she bought it for me. Hilarious. I wanted Barbies with tans, you know, things that I can't attain. Yep. Malibu Uh, Barbie. Yes. So, I kept popping his head off, hoping it would get lost and Ushi get mad at me. But today, I would love that thing. Girls, that I learned the lesson of don't mess up your dolls. 
real mm-hmm. early because I wanted that baby doll that you put the bottle in its mouth and you could hear an electrical noise, but its neck went in and out like it was drinking. And it was like, what? Meow, meow, meow. And no, then the, no. And as you tipped the bottle, the liquid looked like it disappeared. Okay. I had one with a bottle that disappeared, but it didn't have an animatronic neck, neck. that looked and sounded like it was possessed. Yes. Well, I made it worse because I thought she had the most beautiful eyes. And they were on that plastic doll head. You know, they're always giant and uh-huh. blue and they have a center light spot in yep. the middle that's a reflection of light, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't like that white spot. So I scratched it off. And then I was like, oh, now it looks weird. So I kept scratching until she had no eyeballs. No. My mother was furious. Because and I'm horrified. Sure, yes, because <laughs> I'm sure she paid a pretty penny for it, yes. you know. And I kept saying, it's okay. I still love her. And I did. <laughs> so I had this My eyeless God. baby doll that moved its neck and drank its bottle. <laughs> I did love her. I loved her. Oh, boy. This mouth phase is really. (laughs) (laughs) How was your week? Let's get through that and we'll move on. (laughs) It was fine. You know, no real excitement except. my favorite store on the planet, they opened a mega target in the center of Hollywood. Now we oh, have really? two in the valley that I love, yeah. but I had to go check out that new one and it was worth the drive over the hill. I'm just going to say that. That is so interesting. You and I are very different because I am terrified of new targets. I mean, I, I don't... can understand that. <laughs> I get overwhelmed. I don't know where anything is. I am like, where's the escalator? Because I'm in a two-story. Yes. I don't know if yours is two If the No, Hollywood... and I miss that one. The one by you, I always loved having to put my escalator on the ramp. Your shopping cart? Yes. yes. I Whenever I've had like family or friends come mm-hmm. visit or somebody new move here, they're like, what is this? It's so scary to them, but it's comforting to me. Right. So when I go to another one, I'm like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> Where's the toilet paper? <laughs> this one's pretty giant and it has multi levels of parking yeah, that are like the that. size of the store. I like that. But I it's have just that too. one level. Yeah. It's really amazing. It's kind of like a department store. First of all, like, because when I've been going to them, when I've been in San Diego for work over the last year, I'm like, why is this the nicest target I've ever been into? Why do they have a giant swimwear section, a giant loungewear section, a giant lingerie section? Hmm. And none of ours have nearly that selection or the size. Hmm. This one did. And their grocery store was amazing. Really? Yeah. My target grocery is Mamia. Also, this is just shows you how old I am and the things that give me joy in life. What was my favorite purchase? These goggles. Why? Because my friend's child that I babysat for last summer, and there was a lot of outdoor time between he and I, and I'd put him in his kiddie pool, and I promised him every week, I'm like, I swear I'm going to bring you goggles when I can find them. But everyone was sold out last summer. Right. Yeah. Everyone. Every time I went, you know that awesome, the one spot or whatever, those $1 to $5 bins at Target? Yeah, yeah. 
one pair of goggles left, and you best believe I snatched them faster than anyone could even put their eyes on them. Oh, good. My son has like three pairs. He won't go without because he loves diving. Yes, and opening his eyes, Uh right? Yeah. And I don't want him opening his eyes in that chlorine because it's hard on your eyes. And then also because of the fecal fecal matter. I'm not interested in having fecal matter in my child's eyes. (laughs) No, and it also burns like hell and it makes your eyes so bloodshot. Yeah. No, no, no. How was your week? My week was rather uneventful, but very, I was very content mm-hmm. um, and happy. Like I, I use content and happy, I think in the, in the same way, like to me, happiness comes from contentness. Maybe they're kind of like best friends. Yes. Um, so not a lot was going on, but guys remember how, what was it? Six months ago, I was like, yeah, I'm getting into plants, but I'm not going to ever buy grow lights. I'm not crazy. The only reason I haven't bought grow lights is because I said that to y'all. <laughs> uh, Every time I there's not a day that goes by that I don't try and look at a IKEA upgrade cabinet. Have you seen mm-hmm, those? Mm-hmm. The hum, humid humidifier cabinets. I don't know what the technical name is, yeah. but people turn them into. I mean, they've got anthuriums in there. They've got it's just it's it, it, all kinds of aeroids. Anything that needs a lot of humidity, they mm. pop them in there. And they look stunning, right? It's like museum plants. I like so it. this weekend we gave the choice to my husband. I said, Do you want to go to the beach? We need to get out and do something, right? Something outdoorsy. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go to the beach or would you like to go to the cactus ranch? Well, my husband's not a huge fan of the beach. So he was like, hey, let's go to the cactus ranch. Y'all, that place was huge. And Did I saw he like things. it? He loved it. My husband actually really loves succulents. Mm. Yeah, he loves cacti. He loves su- – He we want to do, if we ever have the money – wait, I'm going to be positive. When we have the money, mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to do a Zeriscape front yard. Cool. Because, uh, you know, did you know, Jessica, that they're already predicting for California the one of the worst droughts we've ever had, like the longest drought we've ever had this year? Oh, boy. It's predicted already. And I'm like, great. I picked a wonderful year to start obsessing over plants. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So anyway, we would like to do Zeriscape front yard. So he's always fascinated by succulents. We awesome. saw things that I didn't know existed. Have you ever seen a blue brain cactus? No, but I freaked when I saw your picture. So cool. You guys, I know I'm always plugging my own social media. It's not because I think I'm super cool. It's because I live somewhere cool and I see cool things. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't follow me personally, you don't even have to follow me. But definitely go look at my cactus day pictures. They mm-hmm. had giant dinosaurs, like metal dinosaurs and all kinds of industrial farm equipment. They've turned into planting pots and... So I did buy a bunch of tiny, you know, my friend, our friend Thomas, our mutual friend Thomas yes. says, told his Uber driver one day, uh, yeah, it's that house with all the tiny plants. <laughs> well, that's just getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> because then I'm not, I, I'm like, it was only $3. It was only a $1.99. Yes. And times, you propagate them. I do times 500. <laughs> No, I do. You guys, if I could invite you all personally over for a plant pick party, I have so many babies. I have so many babies. <laughs> but here's the thing. When I, I'm like that cat rescue lady, we all know her, that's like trying to give you the kitten, but going, but you're going to take good care of it, right? 
I, I mean, I saw pictures of your apartment, but you're going to make sure she's loved and taken care of. Don't neglect. Are you going to get her? Are you going to get her a kitty friend? I am that way with plants. So when I hand you over the 14 plants that I've grown for you. And that's the thing, too. I grow them with intent. I say you I'm growing you for Jessica because we love her. That's how crazy I am. I infuse. Your baby plants that I know I'm going to give you with Jessica love from Dana. <laughs> I can feel the love. I hope that that happens when I give people plants. I hope they feel my love. So anyway, you know I went to this insane, amazing place. Go look at my pictures if you can, just because I've never seen anything like it. I really hope that science fairs make a comeback once school is back in person, because maybe just maybe you could hint and strongly suggest to Henry that plant. he can do a, a plant, plant project, experiment right? like playing heavy metal to one and classical music to the other. Or maybe I'll just do that on my own. It doesn't take a science <laughs> fair. <laughs> I am not joking when I put my so my friend Kristen Marie thinks I am have absolutely lost it because she was like, do you keep all these plants out here? And I was like, I bring them out for sunshine every day. She's like, what? She's from Boston. And I go, no, I'm not kidding. It helps me wake up in the morning. I get up. I start getting Henry ready. I open all the blinds and I start carrying all my little planties out for morning sunshine because they won't get burnt. And they live a very nice life. It's a discipline for me. It's a structure. Yes. It gets me going. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. That's why I do say plants are my therapy. They really, mm -hmm. really are. Honestly, what was my week plants? Are we surprised? <laughs> <laughs> But I will say we're all vaccinated now. Yes. And I have slowly been seeing people. So like Kristen Marie went with my family to the Cactus Ranch. Mm -hmm. um, my little friend Kate came over. We did a trivia night for Dan Tipton's nice. high school to raise money for scholarships and alumni association. Mm -hmm. you know? And that was a blast. We did it with all of our friends. She's actually originally from St. Louis. And mm -hmm. so is Dan Tipton. So... I was with Dan Tipton had to work overnight on his show three nights last week. So oh, yeah. he was working. So she got to meet all these other old St. Louis people because, you mm -hmm. know, she's he's young. And I was like, come play trivia with all us old people. And she's delightful <laughs> and was like, I'd love to. We had a blast. And Jessica, I don't want to make you jealous. Mm -hmm. But they did say we were kind of thinking it was going to be Jessica. So she be their son. I think it was Bobby. You remember the video yes. of him, of Erica singing? <laughs> yes. He was going to sing it to you. I would have loved it. He I really wanted to come. You. I know. But it ended up being a blast because Kate is from St. Louis. Yes. So we had. A and then time. I don't know if you remember, but you guys called me and that was quite hilarious. We did. Uh, yeah. Wait, just prick my brain a little bit. You guys called me and you <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. You were going nuts. We were pretty tipsy. I do remember <laughs> calling you. We were asking you for advice. You tried to help us and we completely failed on everything we did that night. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We turned on. So remember I told you about my party light? So I bought yes. this little teeny tiny LED light that literally is a, a LED disco ball. Mm -hmm. We turned that on pumped up some music and had a two person dance party on my porch. And Henry kept going, mommy, are you going to lay down with me? Is it time for night? And I was like, you can go when you want, honey. I'll just, <laughs> <laughs> just dancing uh, like a crazy person. 
It was very fun. But I'm saying, I guess my point is life is starting to come back a little yes. bit because yes, we're getting yes, vaccinated. Yes. Um, I'm planning a trip back home. Nice. Uh, my mother's one year passing anniversary, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a technical term, <laughs> is coming up next month. Mm -hmm. And uh, her headstone is mm -hmm. going to be finished and we're very proud of it it's very beautiful my dad really helped put it together and my Aww. little sister kind of made some changes and it's something that my mother would absolutely love oh that's so, lovely yeah so i'm planning a trip back home to see that and spend time with family uh you know not not immediately but sometime very soon mm -hmm. because we are able to maybe do that a little yes. bit more now so that's very exciting for oh, everyone that's great. and also very stressful because if i have more than one thing to do in a day i freak out i can uh, totally because we've been to used that. to not all right, should we get into our show? I mean, Let's we're halfway we're halfway through the show as far as time goes. <laughs> what <laughs> over the pandemic? I swear I haven't looked at time at all because I'm like, all we got to do is talk. You know, there's no, there was nothing else to do besides clean I and know. like stuff we don't want to do. I know or go to work. Here, isn't it ironic that I was like, all I want to do is go to work, and some people I know, I know it was like, all I want to do is not work and be safe. I know it was such a weird thing. Totally. Anyway, hopefully here we we're go. coming out of that. I hope so. It feels like we are, and hope is powerful. Indeed. All right, Jessica, you're up first for your rants. All right. Well, this rant is about, well, at least one of the two offenders is going to be moving out of my building. So I'm no. real excited about that. Are you serious? How'd you find out? Oh, because they shouted it to everyone that they've come in contact with as they do with everything they don't know how to talk at a normal level so i shout that they were moving they said hey we're finally moving you fuckers they didn't say finally but every person that walks down the street they're like hey what's up we're moving yeah we got a house i know where it is the whole nine yards okay what is so this rant about friendly huh? though it was friendly not like no, they yell because they don't leaving. know how to talk at a normal level. It's no, not about. But they were just letting you know and not being like. Screw they didn't tell you. me. I don't oh. talk to them. We had our. We had You're... our. Come to whatever. No, they do not talk to me. Jessica, and I do not talk shakes, to them. Your head shakes and your hand waving for no are so <laughs> aggressive. I'm worried about your neck. <laughs> because I refuse to talk like that ship sailed a long long time ago so this rant is about people who live in apartment buildings or if you're in an office building or god forbid a medical center or hospital i'll just yeah. throw those in too slamming the door not for effect there's no. a difference yeah just letting I, it i can it. appreciate a good dramatic well i'm leaving and slamming the door i mean that's very dramatic and very uh like of a play from yesteryear is what i'm fantasizing in my mind but this isn't because someone's angry this is out of sheer laziness this is yeah. because instead of having the gumption to take an extra i'm sorry what is it half a second yeah. to slowly close the door behind you and shut it like a normal mm. person just having to pull it and have no follow through and that door just slamming shut. And I'm surprised yeah. you've never heard it when we record. And I guess no, maybe I it actually, I always think it's going to show up on the recording and I guess it doesn't. No. 
It happens all the time. Number one, it makes me jump out of my skin. Sure, it's, it's woke- jarring. Yes. Yeah. It's woken me up out of a dead sleep. It's been in the middle of a Zoom, whether it's professional or personal. It's mm-hmm. been while we're recording. It's morning, noon, and night. And mm-hmm. it's two different neighbors. And I have many times, I told you, I'm the queen of being passive aggressive, screamed, shut up. That doesn't help. No. I don't think they know I'm talking to them, let no. alone the door. <laughs> Can't you? I would cover their door in post-its that say, like, have you ever seen those videos of people that cover cars in post-its yes. when they park in yes. a handicap spot? I would cover their door in multicolor post-its that say, please close softly. And I would do that until they stopped screaming <laughs> their door. That is way too nice. Please close softly. Then just put clothes softly. I'm no. only, I just don't want it to have the opposite effect where they slam harder because I'm not a door slammer. My mom put the fear of God in us about door slamming. Like we literally would have put our head between the door and the door frame to keep it from making a noise before we would slam the door because my mother would get furious she hated so, it too i hated bet. it hated yeah. it my dad doesn't like it either so we weren't screamers and we weren't like little girls that scream on a trampoline that was not us <laughs> because they said it scared them they thought we were hurt yeah. but i think it just annoyed them but either way it doesn't matter <laughs> so we weren't screamers and we weren't door slammers the only time i ever slow slam a door is for dramatic effect. If I'm mad at Dan Tipton, I will slam a door. Yes. But I will turn around and hold that doorknob with two hands and pull, yank, so that I get a tip slam. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say rare. you were pulling the door, holding it so he couldn't come in to say, what is wrong with oh, you? No. Why would you do that? No, no, and you're like, ah, 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 ah. No, I've only done that like two or three times because we actually teach Henry too that it's not polite to slam doors. Yeah, no, I know. No, they do it a lot, and I'm telling you, it is so jarring, and it shakes the freaking building. Yes, and it it rattles the the building. The windows, it rattles. I know. I don't think I've ever known a person who who has lived in an apartment that didn't have that complaint. There's always someone. Yep. There's and again, always one of them. pure laziness. Just yeah. can't be bothered. Again. They are also usually the person that opens all their windows and screens and everything and plays their TV loud. Yes. So that you blast their music. Absolutely. Because, and you know, oh, okay, you're watching reruns of Once Upon a Time. Great. I don't need to know that. <laughs> you know? It's ridiculous. It's like, have some respect for, for a, sh- a common shared space. Yes. It seriously it. drives me crazy. I don't blame you. And one of the people that. that does it has a dog that won't shut the F up all <laughs> the time. So I'm like, your dog has anxiety. I've had to hear you talk yeah. about that ag- ad nauseum. I guarantee you that door slamming ain't helping. No, definitely not. It's like a cannon to that poor dog. Yes. He's like, we're going to war. Oh, I meant to tell you just as a, a follow up. I'm not going to be nice. By the time it reaches me putting a note up, it ain't going to be nice. I have taped notes to their door saying, "I if I have to hear you or your children scream at each other one more time, I'm going to call the police. Die. That's where I go. Uh That's where I go. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, the other one that has the dog that I can't stand, 
they're so nice that I don't have the heart to put a note up. Oh. I just seethe in anger quietly. Right. And grind but your I, teeth. You're going to have nubbins in your mouth. before. <laughs> well, you know why? Because here I am whispering because our walls are so thin. The son is um, training. He wants to be a MMA fighter. Oh, very nice kid. Seriously. Mm-hmm. He's very polite. He always says hello. He's like a probably 18, 19 years old. Him and his mom, they're both very nice, very polite. Mm-hmm. He trains like in the carport area. Yeah for um our building so it echoes like he hits a punching bag and so you oh, hear yeah. pa, 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 yeah. pa, pa, pa. well it's echoing because it's under the building and it's yeah. down a big driveway so i felt so bad but i was recording an audition and i was about to lose it because yeah. i didn't have time to wait anymore and just exactly. like with you i had alan home and he had to go to work and i'm like i'm gonna lose my mind because he goes a record you- lady i can help you out anytime you need <laughs> thank you i i know that's true i had to do one last night and I almost lost my mind because Henry it's accidentally crazy. turned on voice access on the TV. So in the middle oh, of my no. audition, I could hear, if you'd like to open YouTube, like I was like, no, because <laughs> it is a trigger. Like you're just trying to do your job and you're yes. hearing. Huh, huh, huh. Also, I feel like that might make me a feel guilty for not working out myself <laughs> or B go. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh goodness, I can't focus. <laughs> what is that? It sounds so manly. What's happening? <laughs> it could be distracting. <laughs> well, here's why I felt bad. Alan went outside, and it's good that he did, not me, because I'm not so good. Once I'm at a certain level of anger, I'm not a maniac, but I'm not, I can't pretend. You see it in my face. Same with me. I have no poker face. Same with you. No poker face, no poker voice. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm going to lose it. And he goes, let me go out there. And Alan's very nice. And he goes, hey, man, he goes, I'm so sorry. He goes, we're trying to record something real quick in here. Do you mind just giving us like 10 minutes? And the kid was so, he goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He's never been back out there since. Oh, no. I know. So it's at a point where. You know that awkward thing where you're like, I need to say something. I need to say something. Oh, now it's been so long. Now I feel like it's weird to say something. I'm like, do I say something? Go, hey, man, remember a couple of weeks ago when blah, blah, blah. You can do that, man. Just I'll let you know if I need you. Not, And I just thought, just shut up. I'm going to have diarrhea of the mouth. I'm just going to let it go. (laughs) And you'll have to find somewhere else to punch. Speaking Ah. of, here comes my loud child. (laughs) Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet voice. I, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Well, I feel so bad for our kids. That's why I hope you guys don't mind that I just kind of let him run around. He happens to be out of school today. But it's like That's a child. Because of what I do, I'm constantly saying, Can you be quiet for mommy? Mommy yes. has to work. Can you be quiet? And I'm like, This is his home. I know. So the only time I try to like really be like, I can't handle it is if I'm recording an audition. Of course. But like if I'm podcasting or doing interviews or something, he's usually pretty good anyway. He kind of yeah. knows. So I try to be flexible with that for him because it's just not fair. No, I know. Anyway. All right. Uh, on to my rant. Yes, okay. Yes. I'm slamming this door and opening yours all right here it comes people who talk ad nauseum about how busy they are humble bragging no matter what your job your family situation or your list of hobbies is chances are you consider yourself a pretty busy person if you're constantly talking about how busy you are however it comes across as the most annoying kind of humble brag 
We all have days when we're eager to share a personal victory, but don't know how to bring it up without sounding like we're patting ourselves on the back. Unfortunately, in many cases, what comes out is worse. A humble brag or a backdoor brag. Ooh, I don't like that one. Backdoor uh, brag? Uh, I don't no. like that either. Unacceptable. We're not reading that. <laughs> a, way of, a way of boasting without outright saying that you're pro- what you're proud of. For instance, I had to hire a housekeeper because my new house is just too big for me to take care of alone. Okay. Yes. I never talk about how busy I am now, but I'm trying to reflect back because... I think I may be that person who's like, oh, God, I'm busy. But it's not. I'm not humble bragging. I'm actually about to go crazy. So I don't know which is worse. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the one that drives me nuts. Uh, And listen, we're probably all guilty of it and don't know just with different things. Sure. So what drives me crazy is the people who work out all the time and can't stop talking about it. And every time they stand up, Mm -hmm. they're like, oof, sore today. Worked out. I got like 15,000 steps yesterday. Do a couple, you know, whatever. Burpees and squats. <laughs> I don't even know the terminology anymore. I'm like, ah. I've been so inactive for so long. I don't remember. But anyway, that I'm always like, because it makes me feel guilty. And I'm like, yes. you're bragging to me about how much you're working out. Mm-hmm. You are bragging to a plus size woman about how much you work <laughs> out. Do you see that you are verbally spanking me? <laughs> and not in a fun way. That's a verbal spanking. But then on the flip side of the coin, Jessica, I text you constantly and say, I'm going to show you some plans. I start conversations with Dan Tipton like this. I know you won't understand any of this and you totally don't care. But (laughs) a crassula is actually from the succulent family. But there are hundreds of different types of crassula and they are succulents. And that's why they have thicker leaves because they hold the moisture. But if you're going to worry about a water table, you still need to make sure that you tip your pot. Nobody cares. (laughs) That at least a is informative. And yes, people have the choice and the right to be like, "Uh, I'm good. Or I don't need to hear about that. What I think is hilarious. My husband doesn't have that choice. You always ask my permission, and that makes me cry laughing. You're like, because Jessica? I feel like I am painting you with my plant happiness, and you don't care. But I don't have anyone else to tell. Like one of my girlfriends the other day, she was like, I love your posts, blah, blah, blah. And it's not somebody I'm super close to, but mm-hmm. I just adore, you know? And yep. so she was like, I said, I feel like everyone thinks I've lost my mind because I've gone plant crazy. She goes, no, all of my friend girlfriends, have, we're all plant crazy during the pandemic. And I was like, where are my people at? Yep. I don't have any. <laughs> I shoved this stuff down Jessica and Dan Tipton's throats. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing was when you text me the other night, you said, are you busy? And I said, it depends why you're asking. Now, of course, I was kidding. Right, right. But I always laugh because sometimes I feel like friends ask, like they're going to intrude. And I mean, I appreciate that. But I'm like, you don't ever have to ask my permission. Well, for I anything. was going to intrude. And sometimes <laughs> I'm either intruding with like, how do I how do I do this? Uh what how do i cook that or what's in it and what's it mean or i'm gonna show you pictures of plants you don't care about how do you cook that you mean like the two squash that you bought for your child that became I didn't buy his, two. became his pets well you got him a squash and a coconut yeah or you he, didn't get him the coconut, the coconut. no we got him the coconut <laughs> he broke it open he took a drink and oh. kind of made a mm, face Mm -hmm. And then Kristen Marie took the coconut home. 
Amazing. He's like, this doesn't taste like milk. No. But we do still have the pet Cochamamo squash. You have that kabocha squash still. It's in a pretty pot. It hasn't collapsed? No. I don't know what it is, but do you know that I still have three of our pumpkins and four squash from Thanksgiving outside as decoration? And they haven't collapsed? No. They are perfect. That's why I refuse to throw them away. Okay, I would do the same thing. I'm actually shocked. They're those fairy tale pumpkins that look like wonky and squishy. And they are perfect. I have a white one and an orange one, and I refuse Mm -hmm. to throw them away. They're outside. When it gets hot, they will rot. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I've had them since October. That's nuts. (laughs) Too bad. Wait, can you do any composting in your yard? I don't have a composting section set up. Look at my now, eyes. You need to get the thing that you feed earthworms to enrich your okay. soil. Yes. I have been looking at a couple of different types of pack of composting mm-hmm. because we used to compost when I was a kid. My dad yeah. put all the lawn trimmings in this big chicken wire thing hmm. and it would smoke. It would burn in the middle. It was really cool. Crazy. Um, but you can have, there are so many different kinds nowadays, mm-hmm. especially because not everybody has the room for that sort of thing. Yeah. So there's countertop composting. Oh yeah. There is earthworm composting and then you collect the worm castings, Mm -hmm. which is very nutrient for your soil. So Mm -hmm. I've been looking at two or three different methods of composting. I will say they're not cheap. It's another problem we have. Why are things that are beneficial to us and to the environment not cheap? (laughs) It's that way with food. I know. I I know. You want to eat healthy. You know, in, in our home right now, my son is always a fairly, he's a pretty good eater, Mm -hmm. like as far as He's got his certain things he likes and he's good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me and Dan Tipton, we're trying to, you know, we're not spraying chickens over here. Right. So he's been doing no sugar, no flour, no carbs, wow. no, yeah, for a couple of months. And of course, is dropping weight uh-huh. as if it's dead skin, right. just sloughing off of him. Yep. Uh, I, for a year, have been grieving and starving and crying and then gorging. So... <laughs> <laughs> But we've both lost, I've I've lost some weight, you know, Um, and we're working on it. We're trying to get more active. I'm riding my bike. He's trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what he'd like to do. I'm only eating meat maybe twice a week, um, Mm -hmm. trying to get off of it completely. He's not eating meat. He has only cheated twice. He's only had meat twice in two or three months. He's not looking to become vegetarian like Mm me. My reasoning for it is we've talked about it ad nauseum. You know, humane. But so anyway, we're trying to make lifestyle changes in that That's way. Awesome. Look, yeah. any change is better than nothing. Yeah. Baby steps. Baby steps, at least for me. I also, I just want to say too, sometimes I wonder if people, we think people are humble bragging and they don't even know it. I think they know it. Do you? Because I feel like sometimes. Yeah. It's like the, can... all the people I know that would be like, I just feel so fat. And I remember losing it once on a friend, having to sit around with friends in string bikinis talking about how fat they felt and all that. And I was like, you're saying it to the wrong person. I know. You're like, you're insulting me to my face. <laughs> to my face, you're insulting me right now. No, but I always say when I have a girlfriend, because and here's what I equate it to. I feel like this is getting a little real right now. Um, <laughs> here's what I equate it to when people tell me and genuinely mean it you are so beautiful your Mm -hmm. skin is perfect you know they say things like this Mm -hmm. i instantly go ew no 
it's just good lighting. It's just, you know, like right? I cannot see it. And that will be a lifelong struggle for me. I was the oldest. I was overweight. Uh, was. I am a plus size person. And my middle sister was draw droppingly stunning. My mm. baby sister is gorgeous. Like I felt like I was the ugly one. And that's childhood trauma <laughs> that yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to. So when people say to me, oh, you look beautiful, I can't hear it. So when someone says to me, right. I'm feeling so fat and I want to beat them to a bloody pulp mm-hmm. so that they can understand from swelling what fat really <laughs> is. <laughs> I I always say to them, okay, I understand that you feel different about your body, but I'm telling you, you look amazing. You know, mm-hmm, I try to mm-hmm. be as understand because I am the same as you. I'm like, and and the reason I've come to that is because, and this is why I say I'm getting real here. This is mm-hmm. like a little peek into the Dana closet. <laughs> um, because of what I do, because I make a living as an actor, there are times that what what people don't realize sometimes is when we shoot something, mm-hmm. you may not see it for six months or a right. year. Mm-hmm. And so I may have two or three things come out at once, but I've shot them at very different times right. and haven't, you know, I was on something a couple, a few weeks ago and whatever it was, I don't know, but people are like, Oh, you can't stop working. I'm like, no, you saw a rerun and something I shot a year ago. Uh-huh. So, I haven't done anything in a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So when I complain, like, oh, I'm so frustrated. I don't know why I'm not, you know, I'm getting avails or I'm getting pins or I'm whatever, but I'm not booking. I know, I recognize now that mm-hmm. that may sound like such a brag and be infuriating to someone who's not, who hasn't made it to my level. But then the people ahead of me are so far ahead of me that they're mm-hmm. like, what are you complaining about? Just quit then. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm in this middle tier of I'm not allowed to complain either way. Right. And that's hard for me sometimes mm-hmm. because I don't ever want to insult the people who are coming up and are like, Dana, I would cut off my right arm to be where you are. Right. But I also still feel like, hey, sometimes I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. I haven't booked. I haven't worked because of the pandemic in over a year. Mm-hmm. I haven't been on set and paid to work. And that is difficult for me and my family. Are there other ways that I'm helping support my family's income? Yes. But that's my career. Right. That's where I get a lot of my own personal validation. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I should say, yes, that makes me mad when people humble brag and all of that. But I try to temper myself and realize you make people mad sometimes and probably don't realize it. I mean, I think we all do. I mean, I think I can, I am a lover hater kind of person. I think people either like me a lot or I infuriate them so they can't be around me. (laughs) I don't think there's an in-between for Dana Powell. (laughs) Oh my God. Anyway, we can move on. Did I explain myself or did I just ramble? Sure. Both. Oh boy. (laughs) Should we do our cleansing breath? Let's do it. All right. You guys, we like to rant about the silly little things that get under our skin. Get it all out. Take a cleansing breath. And we're going to fill up with some funnies and goodness. Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath in. And. (sighs) All right, Jess, you're up first with a corner. Okay. This makes me. So excited. This is from one of our OG listeners. And. She said, I had to send this in. I think I found your 
Weirdo of the week. <laughs> You're weird. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your weirdness here? Yes. Now, I have to say, I didn't think it was quite a weirdo of the week. I thought it was a what the what. Really? But I'm not going to argue with a listener. And because it's our 100th anniversary, I'm going to give you the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I wish I had something to give. I don't, there's nothing. They're like, no, Dana's just loud and laughs Uh, ugly all the time. She has nothing to give. Oh, you can write a song anytime. I also realized that I'm really getting into my macho man voice a whole lot lately. And I don't think it's been helped by the fact that I started a new series, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. Oh, exciting. Oh, boy, it sure is. Teaser. (laughs) (laughs) This is from the National Post, a new publication for Dana's eyes and ears. Yay. The Canadian publication. This is by Suikar Ali. Neighborhood. That's not a real name. Go ahead. It really is. Nope, it's not. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Neighborhood. Neighborhood spelled O-U-R. The Canadian, Canadian way, the way. British way. Uh-huh. Neighborhood terrified by headless beast. Okay, I'm into it. His brown skin gleams in the sun. We are looking more closely. Poor guy has no legs or head, someone said. What? A woman who called in a menacing presence in her neighborhood turned out to be making a puffed up charge when Animal Rescue discovered the mystery creature was actually a croissant stuck up a tree. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> please, I right can't. now, please. I'm not going to lie. It does look like like a miniature sloth or I something. Know, I know, I <laughs> know. Animal welfare officers in a neighborhood in Krakow in southern Poland carefully... Oh, wait a minute. I thought this was in... Canada. Canada. I nope. think that's because it was from a Canadian listener. So, haha, oh, jokes you're on wrong. me. <laughs> Animal welfare officers in a neighborhood in Krakow in southern Poland carefully approached the unfamiliar being and identified it was just inert pastry. The city's animal rescue <laughs> group wrote on Facebook. <laughs> An officer identified as Inspector, Inspector Adam. Adam. <laughs> described the cautious advance suddenly here he is got him the brown creature is sitting on a lilac branch the creature sits and doesn't move exactly as the notifier described to us (laughs) oh my god the woman who peered out at the headless creature from her home for two days was dreading the day it would finally strike according to the agency that is so funny to me because I would be trying to haul myself up that tree to rescue it. And she's like, I'm terrified of that thing. Yep. Admittedly, I would be the person just staring at it, freaking out from my window. Yeah. She wasn't alone. Other residents in the neighborhood were afraid to open their windows for fear it would enter their home. She said, guessing that it was probably an iguana. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard and seen because I'm looking at this croissant. It is brown and obviously doesn't move. And like fat, chubby, like doughy. No long tail. No long tail. No green. I can't. 
Also, didn't know there was a big iguana population in Poland. Poland. <laughs> okay. Maybe there is. I mean, maybe there. I'm going to have to look into that. He's been sitting here for days and everyone is scared of him, she explained. Come and pick him up. Everyone is scared of that flaky pace. I can't. <laughs> the officers who displaced the dough were leavened by a rare laugh in a job that can more often get heavy, they write. I don't As like a pun. I don't, I don't like either. all those puns. <laughs> There's it's so many. It's full of puns and I hate it. Maybe David Moye moved to Eastern no! Europe. <laughs> Moye! As their lighthearted tone suggests, the officers said they were clearly amused by the call. Having seen cats ill and abandoned, caged hamsters in the trash, and even <gasps> fish in a street bucket, an iguana left in the cold to fend for itself is a less than remote possibility. It looks nothing like an iguana. No. God, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> That's the end of the article. I know, I know. How funny that an entire neighborhood was petrified of a a headless beast and when you guys see this picture i already know for a fact we're not going to have a poll i know for a fact unequivocally this is one of those rare in life times where i'm willing to bet my life on the fact that none of you will say well it kind of looks like a lizard no, it doesn't. It looks like a croissant. Oh, man. <laughs> a listener sent that to us? Yes. I love it so much. I love it, too. And I love that she appreciates. She said, I always love hearing um, you say the way your mom pronounces French words. Because this listener lives in Montreal, which is yeah. my hometown like where I was born. And I love it. She said, like I. Chicken cordon bleu. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Thank you for sending that in. That was fantastic. And Thank no, that did you. not make the news here. So again, you guys, don't think just because you've seen it. Oh, they've already seen it. A million times. It. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, are yeah. times where people have sent stuff and I'm like, Thank you for sending it. And yes, we already were slating yes. to use this. Or I'm yeah. like, yes, it's going in the show. So yes. keep it coming. Like Keep it because you said there was an aside from another listener too. Oh yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Uh, that Lavar Burton has an adult short story podcast. Yes, uh, called Lavar Burton Reads because we were <laughs> talking about reading Rainbow, and yes. the listener said, "I just finished episode eighty-six of Rants and Raves, so I felt it important to tell you." I love LeVar Burton. I did not know he had a podcast. I will be listening regularly. stories. Right? Yes. He was a part of our childhood. A hundred percent. LeVar Burton, banana clips and butterflies. That's all I, th they all go together. Remember he wore banana clips on Star Trek? <laughs> over Jordy. his eyes? Jordy. Jordy, yes. yes. <laughs> I loved me a good banana clip. It made my hair look thicker than it is. I thought they were so bad and cheesy even when they came out. And I remember somebody brought them to my birthday. A guy brought them to my sixth grade birthday and gave me a pack of banana clips. I'll be honest. In the time that we've been talking about banana clips, I kind of want to go get one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Shirley Goody, like one yeah, of those Goody. hair brands, like has Dollar to have General, them. Dollar General or somewhere at 99 cents. Somebody's got them, right? Mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. going to get one. I'm, I'm going to solo bring that back 
it's like a One. faux hawk for the back uh -huh. of your hair. It's going to make my hair look so thick. Oh, my God. Thank you, LeVar Burton. <laughs> All right. We should move on to my corner. I have a Kids Are Amazing corner. And I love this because I've been obsessed with – I've watched probably eight of these kinds of videos. Mm -hmm. Teen of first-generation immigrant parents earns a full ride to Harvard. I cannot. Coachella Valley teen defies odds with acceptance to Harvard University with a full ride scholarship. There's a video. You guys can watch it. I've been watching them nonstop. I saw one girl that got accepted to Harvard Brown. There were four Ivy League Unreal. schools. And I think she was the first person in her family to attend college. It oh was insane. God. Okay. Uh, Coachella Valley student who is the daughter of Mexican immigrants defied the odds after being accepted into one of the most esteemed universities in the country. Elizabeth Esteban has accomplished a dream that many young Latinos aspire to achieve, getting a full ride scholarship to Harvard University. Wow. No one in this community has been able to accomplish this, and I feel very proud and very thankful and very happy because no one here thinks someone from here can accomplish something like this, she said. Esteban lives in a mobile home in Coachella Valley. Her parents are indigenous people of Purepeca descent from uh, Mijoacan, Mexico. Did I say it right? I think it's Mijoacan, but I'm horrible with pronunciation. I am too because we have um, – Mihuacan, uh, there's a taco stand and a food truck. Mm -hmm. They're both very good, um, but I never pronounce it right. So I apologize, a Spanish girl. <laughs> good grief. <laughs> I should know these things and I don't. Anyway, um, despite having little resources, they have fought to give her and her siblings a better life. Yes, it was worth it because my daughter now has accomplished what she always wanted, her dream of an education. And now with more reason, I'm very proud that she is completing her goals, her mother said. Esteban Aww. says the fear of being low-income Latina almost caused her not to apply to the prestigious university. According Aww. to Harvard's most recent data, 40% of students accepted are white and only 5% are Latino. That's shameful. Unbelievable. Well, at first, I was not going to apply to Harvard because I didn't feel like my accomplishments earned me the right to attend such a prestigious university, she said. That breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. That breaks my heart. But being a member of a low-income family was not her only obstacle. Her high school was forced to close due to the pandemic, like all others across the nation, creating another roadblock in her learning. Uh, I am one of the students that also has problems with the internet. Because I use the internet that was given to us by the district. Wow. So you know that schools were providing internet. So it was not a good connection a lot of times. Because of the low connectivity in the rural area that she lives in, she missed some of her admissions interview with Harvard. But Jeez. through it all, her hard work paid off. But after I thought about myself and how I needed to keep fighting and the pandemic was another obstacle I needed to overcome, Esteban said, Oh, my God. Like, so many things came up against her, and she did it. I know. It's unbelievable. It really is. These kids, I mean, and watching their parents, like, on uh, a lot of videos online have gone viral of these kids finding out they're getting accepted, yes. and their parents are with them, and it, the pride, mm -hmm. and and the excitement. I just got chills talking. I got little goosey bumpies. Yes. Um, it's so cool to see these parents 
that who literally they have worked their whole lives for that moment yes for their child they moved they left everything they've ever known to make a better life for their children huh. and I just think it's beautiful. I'm so proud of all these kids. I'm proud of my own son for excelling this yes. year. I never, we never experienced anything like these kids are going through. No. Nothing. Nowhere Also, close. a lot of stuff doesn't mean that everybody had the same opportunities in life, but a lot of the things that we would complain about, and it's like this kid, her parents don't have a lot of money. They're living in cramped quarters. Mm -hmm. She's working online with a crappy internet service mm -hmm. of no fault of her own. Yeah. And she got into Harvard. Harvard. Yeah. And also, <sighs> I know we probably don't have a lot of young people, but I want to say this to older people too, okay? Because it's never too late. It's really mm -hmm. not. If you want to do something, don't say to yourself, well, I'm not going to try because... Okay. She right. almost didn't apply because she thought she was too poor. Yep. Thank God. I'm so grateful and yep. happy for her that she was like, I'm just going to do it anyway. And I would say that that's a great lesson for all of us, yes. children and adults alike. If you want to do something and you're thinking in your brain, oh, this can't happen or I can't do it for A, B, and C reasons, just mm -hmm. try anyway if it's something you want. Yep. What's it going to hurt if you're told no? Nothing because you were expecting that anyway. Right. But look what she got out of just trying. And she got a scholarship. Full ride, y'all. Yep. I I didn't have that. You know, I went to a small state school because it was cheaper for me in my town, right? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't get scholarships. I was not that student. But look at her full ride. It's amazing. There, it's very, very inspiring. And I want to be completely 100% <clears throat> honest. I only applied to one other college that was in St. Louis and I was accepted and I couldn't go because it was too expensive, even though I did have a small scholarship. Mm -hmm. I did not apply to anywhere else because I knew I wasn't an, an amazing student. I wasn't mm -hmm. a bad student, but I wasn't 4.0. Like my baby mm -hmm. sister was a 4.2, I think. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like a genius. Right. Um, so I didn't. I didn't apply. I never heard of Northwestern and all these schools that in our mm -hmm. industry, Emerson, Northwestern, like right. they have such a great industry alumni situation going mm -hmm. on and everything. I never even heard of those places. Yeah. Never until I was grown up and lived here. So again, I just want to say kids are freaking amazing. And she taught you a lesson today. If you've got something you want to do, find a way to do it. Absolutely. And, and if you're told no, who cares? You tried. I keep trying to tell myself that a lot lately because I always love to say, oh, well, this is going to happen or what if blah, 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 blah. And I keep trying to tell myself, what's the worst that happens? They say no. Right. Not I'm going to get arrested. Not my life is going to crumble apart. Right. Anything like that. I'm going like, to lose my home. I'm going to lose my try. security. Yep. No, that's and someone not says no. Okay. I either okay. try again or I go, eh, this isn't for me. And you move on. Correct. Absolutely. Simple as that. Yeah. Great lesson from, mm -hmm. from a young person. And wow. I just think it's so cool. I, I mean, too. I'm sure her parents were like bawling. I would be an absolute mess. I would be so proud. I'd be cradling this adult child like a baby. I can't. Totally. <laughs> All right. Time for some raves. So this is a rave that I came across because a lot of people that I know that I used to know through my job in the past uh, were posting about this. This was a 
dealing with a child from people in their community, people that I knew, a lot of people from the same school and stuff, called Ava Grace Candles. For five years, Ava Grace fought brain cancer with determination, strength, courage, and humor. She will forever be sweet 16. Ava lost her battle with brain cancer on August 5th, 2020. Aww. So this is very recent. Yes. Ava supported Children's Hospital since before her diagnosis. She made bracelets and held fundraisers to support CHLA, that's Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Thanks to CHLA and Dr. Ashley Margle, we got to spend five extra years with Ava filled with incredible memories. Aww. Those five years were the biggest blessing to all of us. The neuro-oncology program at Children's Hospital Los Angeles treats children with brain tumors and spinal cord tumors, which are the second most common types of tumors in children. It is one of the largest pediatric neuro-oncology programs in the country, treating approximately 170 new patients annually. In addition to conducting cutting-edge research to discover more effective therapies for children with brain tumors, the program offers patients access to the latest treatment options being tested in clinical trials through participation in national and international research consortia. In Ava's honor, we want to do everything we can to help any child or family that gets this diagnosis. All proceeds from this candle will go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles to directly benefit and impact pediatric brain cancer research. When burning this candle, we hope that you remember the bright light that Ava was and that it fills your home with peace and warmth. Thank you for your support. With love, pardon my pronunciation, this is the parents' names, Nagin and Arezu. So I also clicked another link in this mm -hmm. site, and I, I I think I knew this kid, and I don't mean well, but I when I was looking at the pictures, I recognize her from She's like beautiful. my old boss. Her children, I think one of her daughters may have knew this child. Um, anyways, I saw when you click it, there is also a link to a personal page that was started by Ava, um, I think before she passed. And there's a fundraising goal of $1 million. Mm -hmm. And so far, they've raised $318,000, which is That's a lot well, and I also noticed I checked out their Instagram and mm -hmm. I also noticed back in March they sold out of stock. So they people did. are really supporting and I think that's amazing. It's fantastic. This is, this is a small community of people. This is not some national organization. No. Yeah. It's lovely. And I think probably what maybe helped that they were featured in like a very prominent, po I think it was W Magazine, oh, and wow. it was like 10 best candles for your home this spring. I mean, and that was one of the candles. Candle. I know. Who doesn't love a candle? I know. It's a lovely sentiment. You're mm -hmm. getting some. I also, I always say that, and that's also like a very um, Jewish thing to do on somebody's yard site, which actually oh. I will light one on the anniversary of your mother's passing. That's called a yard site in Judaism. Oh. And we light a candle. It's a candle that burns for 24 hours. So I would always tell people that over the years, like, please light a candle tonight and like hug your child or say a prayer or do whatever you want to do in honor of my brother per se, or whoever you've lost or who has passed. Mm -hmm. So I love the idea of it being a candle in someone's memory. Yes. 
It's also like whenever I go to Notre Dame in Montreal, there's a replica of the Notre Dame Cathedral. They have candles and you can like give an offering and it's like say a prayer for someone who's sick. I did that for mm-hmm. my father-in-law when I was in Paris. I went to Sacré-Cœur and I lit a candle and said a prayer wow. for him to, you know, be healed and and whatnot. I love so that. Even though the candles are sold out for anyone who is interested, I do love that they have the donation ongoing, which we'll post to that link too. It's going directly to pediatric brain and spinal cancer research. And Children's Hospital LA is amazing. Dana and I both have known people in our community through our comedy community who have had their children there for a number of issues or things they were born with or things that cropped up later in life. And I know how indebted these people are to the staff and everyone that works at CHLA. Yeah. So actually CHLA, they do all kinds of good organizational fundraising. They do. And also just personalized events for children. Yes. Like I have a lot of actor friends who have made personal visits. Mm-hmm. Like just amazing, amazing it's stuff. Amazing. Yeah. I so, really love that, Jessica. Thank you for yes, bringing that to our attention. Absolutely. I really do. I, you know, it, it feels a little, it hits close to home for me because, you know, someone who I love very much, who's only 15 years old, has been mm-hmm. battling cancer for two years now. And yeah. We're kind of getting to the to the last uh, vestiges of trying to get into remission and mm-hmm. not sure if that line can be crossed. And mm-hmm. it's tough. It's yep. tough. I don't the, – the families that struggle with these situations, they are mm-hmm. literal warriors. Yep. Literally. They are warriors. I yep. don't know how they do it. I know. Anyway, thank you, Jessica. I really, really, really love that. Absolutely. Okay. So my rave for this week is the Joseph Learning Lab, which you can find at josephlearninglab.org. Joseph Learning Lab believes that a community can be measured by the importance that it places on the growth of its children. You know why? why? I believe that children are Teach them well and let them land away. Okay. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Inside. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're committed to maintaining a leadership role in the community as well as be providers of the most innovative, enriching, and educational programs which are presented by degreed and certified educators, tutors, and subject matter professionals in a unique learning environment. Oh, I'm sorry. Just people who are really busy and super educated and just want to share their knowledge Mm -hmm. with children, even though their time schedule is probably 10 times busier than mine. All right. You guys are amazing. (laughs) At Joseph Learning Lab, we work to close the learning gap and reduce the dropout rate. Love that. We're focused on developing students of all ages and diverse backgrounds, providing them with an equal opportunity for learning and personal growth. JLL guides students with the use of leading edge technology to produce stimulating educational solutions. I love that so much because Mm -hmm. learning should never be boring. Learning is exciting. Mm -hmm. I love it. Not all children learn the same way. The same way. Mm -hmm. We are passionate about helping students to become empowered and realize their full academic potential. We do this by utilizing the most innovative in-class and virtual learning approaches in a comprehensive 
Ooh, accent. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was born in the Midwest. It comes out Comprehensive. <laughs> and comprehensive range of integrated programs for a first-class education. Each student's evaluated and assessed to determine their strengths and weaknesses. And this process allows us to personalize the tutoring sessions to fit each student's educational needs. The individualized learning plan, which I so believe in so mm -hmm. hard. I honestly think that's why my son is excelling during the pandemic sure. because he's getting personalized attention because we don't have a choice right now. It's yep. kind of amazing. It might teach us some lessons. Mm -hmm. um, each student allowing to, them to grasp and master learning concepts to stay on track with core courses and to excel. Uh, to ensure student success, quality tutoring and services are available on school campus at our organization or virtual sessions with live online instructors using interactive screens. And I'm telling you, yeah. that does work. You can do it. It sounds like I would have been that old lady that would have been like, nobody can learn like that. You can't focus like that. You can't. I didn't ever remember anything. But it is, it's working to ensure student success, blah, 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 online instructors, the primary benefits that a child achieves at Joseph Learning Lab. First, each child will develop stronger academic skills. Awesome. Second, mm -hmm. each child will have better concentration and attention span. Oh, thank God, because I don't even have that. Third, each child will gain more confidence and motivation. Confidence is half the battle. It yep. really is. In in every walk of life, I think. Yeah. I could not agree more. <laughs> um, fourth, each child will have improved study skills, grades, and test scores. So again, that is josephlearninglab.org. Y'all, we're in, us parents, we're in this school boat together. It is not easy. Mm -mm. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with you to say, I have help, and it's still hard. Yeah. So I get it. josephlearninglab.org. Love it. I will say reading that, and especially because it's virtual now, yeah. it made me want to look into to see like, and I understand, obviously, there's some things where it works a lot better if somebody's paired one on one with the same mentor for say a year or six mm -hmm. months or even a month. But if it's something that I can do, I really, really, really want to do it. Mm -hmm. I haven't done something like that working specifically with children yeah. in a very long time right. and I want to do it. Um, I used to do young storytellers and all yes. that. And I've always said, I, I feel like I got more out of it than the kids. Yes. <laughs> it's so rewarding and I'm it sorry. Is. It's relaxing to me. It's emotional for me. I really, I am that person that will come to your child's school play pageant, sports game, whatever, yes. and be the one crying. And they'll be like, which one's your kid? I'm like, none of them. I'm just so happy. <laughs> They're like, we're calling the police. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. But I, I, it's really amazing. And I know um, one of my old bosses, that is how she met her husband. And Aww. she's like, you know, I figured when I started to like think, do I want to go hit Astor out or whatever? And she goes, I realized we're both here. It was like through a mentoring program in LA. And she goes, if he's here as a guy on his own accord <laughs> to do this, she goes, I'm going to have to believe that he's a, a decent person. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's a really excellent point. Not a bad point. Yeah. <laughs> but Yes, if you have the ways or means to do it, volunteer somewhere with kids. My stepmother retired this past year as a teacher of 
I don't know how many, but over 30 years as a teacher, she loves mm-hmm. it. She didn't want to, but COVID kind of made the decision, right? Sure, it's like, sure. All right, because of her age and just like she's had a very long career, we all talked and we were like, nah, maybe you shouldn't go back to school even when yeah. they open. But they really miss her. I mean, she's so beloved as a teacher. Aww. And they were like, is there any way you'd consider subbing or anything like that? And she goes, no, I don't want to do that in that capacity. What I would like to do is to offer to come in four days a week and be there to tutor children who need additional help. And I love it. And she's perfect for it. And you know what, Jessica, there were things I struggled with as a child. Yes. My parents didn't have the knowledge or patience to help me with. I think our generation of parents were, did not have patience. Mm-hmm. Like I have to battle for my patience, but I do have it most right. of the time. My parents had zero, uh, <laughs> but there, you know, tutoring was never an option for me. That stuff wasn't free mm-hmm. and we could afford that. Right. So I just had to get like browbeat by my parents and cry when I did had homework. I didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that she's doing that. Yes. I think it'll be awesome. I think she'll probably start maybe in the fall. Yep. What a wonderful way to give back. And it costs her time, but no money. That's why we always say, and I know we say it so much, you're sick of it, but like, it doesn't take just, if you don't have money to give, it doesn't mean you can't help. Your time and your uh, work as a volunteer in any Mm -hmm. capacity Mm -hmm. is invaluable. And that's why I love, if you look at a lot of the, things that we have talked about on this show it literally says donate but when you click that button it's not just about the money or it's like donating means donating your time so we need people it's like to collect the food that has been donated by different organizations we need people to physically divvy it up into bags we need someone to stand there and hand it to someone as they drive up absolutely and we've always said this but if everyone did one act of service my god one day a year if every single person in this country that was able-bodied one day a year at Mm -hmm. minimum but one day a year you volunteered and did something just think about how invaluable that would be and the impact that 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 would have you don't absolutely and as a parent speaking speaking out to other parents think about how that is actively teaching your children compassion absolutely which is something that I think it's very clear right now our country is lacking. Exactly. So I love it. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think that's our 100th show. Yay. I'm so proud of us. Not because because we're good at this. That's certainly not. (laughs) It's certainly not. not, We're not good at it, but we love it. And I think I love love it. it. I love it for so many reasons. I love it because I'm constantly learning. I love it because we're meeting people that I consider my close friends and I've never met them in my life. Same. (laughs) I just love it for so many reasons. I love it because I really can't shut up and this pandemic's been difficult for an introverted (laughs) extrovert. So anyway, congratulations, Jessica. And I love doing this with you. Oh, congratulations to you and to us. No, I love it. I couldn't ask for a better partner in this. And man, if we have stuck it out through COVID and through all of the curveballs and things that have been thrown our way in the last two years. It's not been easy. No, but we did it. 
but we did, we did it. it and we're here and thank you all for thank anyone for who support. has listened and continued supporting and those of you who have been with us from the beginning and those of you who have just recently jumped on the crazy train the with crazy us, train, yes. we thank you so much and please please continue to send stuff our way again oh, how can they do that you can do it through facebook and instagram at the rants and raves podcast you can email us directly at the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com and twitter at raves underscore the and through the contact button on our website www.therantsandravespodcast.com we appreciate you we love you and again thanks for um holding on tight and coming along on this ride for us. Yeah. And keep holding on guys. You know, Jessica are talking. We really do love this. I think after two years, you kind of know you like doing it. So there might be some changes coming. Jessica and I mm-hmm. have started talking about maybe adding some advertisements and some Patreon just to help us out with some of our podcast expenses. Mm-hmm. It's not been a financially easy year for anybody. We have Correct. no expectations whatsoever that people should give us anything. So we're just starting that, especially ads as a way Mm -hmm. of helping us pay for our platform, you know, our podcast platform, our, our, we have, um, maybe people don't know this, but you can listen to us on YouTube. So we have a thing that converts Mm -hmm. everything over to our YouTube and it adds up. And this is something we care about doing. We'd like to continue doing. So there might be some changes coming, but you know, what's not going to change my hideous laugh or Jessica's voice. Okay, so each week I like to end, and I'll I'll hurry this up. I like to end with something, you know, some random point to ponder, something you may not have known. I like to talk about what we're watching on mm-hmm. streaming or on TV. Jessica, is there anything you're watching you need to share? Uh, yeah, and it's okay. called Dark Side of the Ring. Sounds like it's right up my alley. Um, what is it? <laughs> there's two seasons. I don't know if that's the end of it or if there's going to be more. It was produced by Vice. Oh, I love you know Vice the Vice are amazing. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's all about stories that most of us have never heard about wrestling. But I'm talking about the wrestling oh. that was going on when I was a kid. I mean, I have two brothers. They were both obsessed with obsessed with wrestling. So I could either roll my eyes and be by myself, or I could jump on the train and start liking wrestling and Super Mario Brothers. All so right. I jumped on the train. Okay. Well, I'll be honest, those are real high trending things. So I think <laughs> you're pretty cool. You do not understand how good this show was. The first one, oh my God, is about Randy Macho Man Savage. And it has a lot a lot of my favorite wrestler of all time, Jake the Snake Roberts. Interesting. And Jake the Snake imitates Randy a lot. And I don't know that anything has given me that much joy in a very long time. Wow. All mm-hmm. right. You were really excited about that. Dark Side of the Ring. Check it out. <laughs> it's on uh, Discovery Plus, which is a new streaming network, or I believe it was originally... And you may still be able to get it on Hulu. So sometimes just because something's on one network, get it while you can, because it might be like ending its contract with another streaming service. So right, right. Dark side of the ring. Trust me. I just wrote it down. (laughs) 
if you like wrestling again, especially from the eighties. And even when I was in college, man, Monday nitro WWF, we loved that. When we were in college, we'd have Hilarious. a house full of guys over and drink beer and watch diamond my- Dallas page. Woo. <laughs> my first boyfriend was super into wrestling. I never got into it. He loved it. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a series on Amazon prime. You guys know me, you know, uh, it's called serial killer culture. And it was fascinating. Oh. I want to say it's just a limited series. I want to say it was five or six episodes featuring interviews with collectors, artists, survivors, authors, forensic psychologists, museums, universities, and more. And it was about like the fandom of it mm-hmm. or the appreciation, like separating the person from the art, which I don't know how I feel about that still, Uh, but it was fascinating. So that's Mm -hmm. on Amazon Prime. I watched that. And then a listener, y'all know me real well, because a listener, I have to read you what she said. So this is our friend Danielle said, so far there's only three episodes. But anyway, I know you like true crime and horror shows and podcasts. I just started one and it's amazing and actually kind of gave me some chills it's kind of like haunting of hill house in podcast form it's called Hmm. beatrix green i was like what i need this yes and i started it immediately which i told her starting immediately i did Mm -hmm. i binged all three episodes it's so right up my alley so here's i really really enjoy these i guess they would be considered what we would us old people would have called radio dramas Mm -hmm. so they're just audio story telling and it's a bit cheesy. The characters are a bit, it's overacted. And mm-hmm. I love it. I love these stories. I love these creepy okay. things. Anyway, this one's called Beatrix Green. And I already binged every episode available. So I'm on the train. Wow. Um, way. Now, for some facts, you know, sometimes I love these fact things. And sometimes I just have a quick one that I mm-hmm. horribly drop in your face and then we say goodbye. And but I really love searching for these things. So I've things like I didn't know that m- grapes catch on fire in the microwave. Did you? What? No. <laughs> By the way, who the hell is microwaving grapes? <laughs> the grapes in the microwave. But my dad puts them in the freezer and eats them like candy. Now that's totally different. Yeah, that's different. That and bananas in the freezer are different. He can serve those at his milliner's shop. Yes. I want Dana's dad to open a hat shop because he keeps buying her. Fabulous hats. Two hats that are so cool. And Dana can rock the shit out of a hat. I cannot. I look like my Mbiala can blossom. Okay. Crazy person. Well, my son flat out said to my face, "This hat is ugly." No, it's not. And I told him, "Too bad, mommy can't handle the sun." You look like. (laughs) I mean, you literally looked like a fashion model from the seventies. Okay. Aw, thanks, Jessica. Yes, I'm serious. Well. I learn a lot of things, but this week, you know, I send Jessica things throughout the week annoyingly. I mean, constant. Uh One of the things I sent you, do you remember me sending you the picture of the frog toilet and me saying, I'm not going potty in a frog's head? Yes. It was a full blown um, toilet shaped like a frog. Yes, normal sized toilet shaped like a frog. And you lifted the lid on its head and pee peed in its head. I don't like that. I don't like it either. But did you guys know that there is a toilet museum? 
Jessica's face right now. She's so mad. It's in New Delhi, India. It features rare collection of objects detailing the historic evolution of toilets from 2500 BCE to right up till today. You can learn about toilet systems of ancient societies, elaborately decorated toilets of 18th and 19th century Europe, and even a toilet from Austria shaped like a lion. So you can feel like you're riding the wild beast while you do your business. Uh, Seems to be a bad connection here. (laughs) What? Uh. (laughs) Well, whatever. It's disgusting. I don't like it. It is disgusting. But admittedly, I would be fascinated to know about their plumbing systems from some of the places I've been to. So, (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I watched a documentary on Roman plumbing plumbing one time, and it was really fascinating. (laughs) 100%. Anyway, we're going to be back here next Tesday. Don't put your grapes in the microwave, y'all. They will catch on fire. Um, Jessica, 100 episodes. I can't believe it. And Jessica, she just jumped on board with me. No idea what she was doing. We put together what kind of idea we had. And you have been, you've helped me through the good and the bad. Like I've always loved you anyway, but this podcast brought us so much closer and I couldn't be more grateful. I just, I just love you so much. And I love what we have created together. Same lady. I really feel the same way. And yes, thank you so much for asking me and this has just been a really fantastic amazing gift in my life honestly because same for me same for me it gives me something to look forward to every week i've never been like god i hate this there's a lot of things in my life that i get to a point where i hate it or we all have days where we don't feel like doing anything right but with this honestly i'm like hey it's with dana this is really fun this isn't mm-hmm. like i gotta go get on with that lady and talk for an hour or whatever and we're trying to also spread good news and good things that yes. we can all do like i i sometimes i'm like i feel like it's so selfish because i've made so many friends and i love doing this and i can't stop talking anyway so what does it matter uh but at the same time i feel good about what we're doing because i am learning and i'm hoping that other people yes. are too same i just love you to bits and pieces i love you too and congratulations. I'm proud of us. Congratulations. Mazel tov. Yes. And to all of you <laughs> out there who are writer guys, because we know, we know you guys stick through it with us thick and thin. Yep. You're hardcore with us and we couldn't appreciate it more. This is 100th episode celebration for all of us. Indeed. So. Yay. I love you, Jessica. Yay. I love you too. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>